0: Doing a deep dive today, just talking. I got my girlfriend, Caitlin, with me. She has no idea what we're talking about. Neither do you guys. Well, actually, you probably do because I probably made it the title. Talking a love letter, marriage advice from Ronald Reagan. Would you ever have guessed it? (laughs) No. All right, let's dive in. Let's talk about it. Anything and everything.
1: Let's discuss this calmly and rationally.
0: Come on in here, let's talk about it. Wait, 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 let's discuss this. Hello. What's up, guys? Today, it's late. It is, was it Tuesday? Usually, I record these on Sundays and put them up on Sunday night or Monday morning, but I'm changing that. I'm doing them all on Tuesdays now. They're going to be released on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Katie's bored. She doesn't care about any of this. I pulled Hi, Katie man. in. She, she wanted to hang out. I'm ambushing her. She did Talking Outlander with me. If you watch Outland, the show Outlander, go tune into that. We do. I think we do a pretty fun job. But first. When
2: I remember to turn the mic on.
0: She did not turn her mic on today.
2: Kind of your fault, kind of my fault. Yeah, I'll take. I'll
0: take blame as editor, producer, director. I will
2: take 100% of the blame.
0: All right, so first I just kind of recap my week. Okay. So this weekend we went on a high ropes course,
2: a treetop ropes course.
0: Yeah, so you've probably seen pictures where like they have the bridges. Like the crazy bridges that you have to run across. We were 80 feet in the the air in Santa Cruz on the redwood trees running around. You're
2: more than 80 feet. No, I
0: looked it up. The highest is 80 feet. Uh, It feels super high. I'm scared of heights. So it was pretty scary. I knew I was going to be able to overcome my fear because I'm pretty like I can I can control my head a, a decent amount when I have. So the first couple of things though you're strapped in so you know you can't fall but the first couple of things I was like this is gonna be fine I'm just gonna act like nothing scary at all and then Katie saw me because the very first ledge we had to walk on across the tree was about a foot like it was, it was about very
2: narrow for some reason none of the other platforms were like that it was really weird but it was like scary narrow you can and, only fit one person around it at a time I'd say
0: yeah it was the size of my foot like I couldn't put I couldn't put one foot in front of the other you had to scoot and below right at that point below was the river so it was running water which it was really pretty. which was scarier to me because everywhere else was kind of leaves which makes the depth perception yeah. a little tougher because you don't know you don't know
2: where bottom is but when you have no perception of the ground
0: but at the scariest part it was just water so it was just straight drop into rocks I thought it was beautiful. Down. Yeah, Katie's like, look, I'm not
2: afraid of heights, so this is like a walk in the park for me.
0: Katie was like, look down, it's so pretty. I was like, absolutely not.
2: <laughs> I realized that was really stupid of me <laughs> to say, too. I can't do after that. After the fact.
0: But I did get over it, and then I was cruising. Some of the obstacles are just hard.
2: Yeah, they're physically challenging. Not even... Well, so, okay, so that's the thing. Some of them are either just nerve-wracking, like... The concept of walking across this shot, like this tiny narrow beam, eighty feet above ground, that's like really scary. But it's actually really simple, super easy. And then there's some that are actually very difficult to do, like the like these donuts that are swinging. You have to step from donut to donut.
0: Donuts, confusing term.
2: That is like a. It was like a
0: rope swing. Like if you were to build a rope swing in your backyard and put a piece of wood on a rope.
2: Right, but you had to walk across them.
0: That's when I gave up.
2: I didn't even try that
0: one. I, I don't think I could do that if I was 5 feet above ground cuz I just and I am heavy with no upper body strength. It's a bad mixture for these cuz a lot of them you need to hold yourself up.
2: Yeah.
0: Katie did one. She was impressive. She's like a little monkey cuz I stepped on there were they were they were, they were logs turned like how you would sit on them at a campfire like the Oh yeah. like the circle part up, not the wide part up. So like if it was a tree that way out, vertical.
2: Oh, those ones!
0: And there was nothing to hold on to up top, at all, besides your and own. And they like, were rope.
2: attached by one rope across. They, were, they, were they didn't by have one. any. They weren't like dangling from something. So they like,
0: weren't solid or end sturdy. And I put one foot down on it, thinking I was going to try it, and then said, "Nope, fuck that," and bounced out. And then later on, Katie was at that obstacle.
2: It definitely. I broke a sweat on that one, and it made me a little nervous.
0: No, but you got yeah, you. You crushed it. I didn't even try it. Brad didn't even try it.
2: Yeah, there were a few of those. Like, so if you, cool.
0: if you, and then there was one, the, the very end, there was this quick drop, which you like, you're 80 feet up and you walk the plank and just fall like to the ground and you free fall for, they said eight to 10 feet. Then it's a slow drop. And I wasn't th- going to, I wasn't going yeah,
2: I I was to, and it wasn't, it wasn't scary. I mean like jumping. No, no, no. I'll give you, it was very my scary. heart was pounding. I didn't want to jump off the platform for that to me is scary. Not that I'm afraid of heights. I just like that feeling of pushing myself off a platform and free-falling is hard. But once you do, you're only free-falling well free falling for Eight two feet. seconds. Not even. Eight feet. And, w- yeah, and then you just... That was actually the bad part. To send.
0: Because, and my little sister, Ritzy, had the same thought process I did. It took me so much courage to go up there and do it. And then she's like, okay, just walk forward off this cliff. And I'm like, okay. And the fear of God was in my eyes. And I was like, I can't back out. Everyone's watching. I'll be mad at myself if I back out. So I just have to step forward. And then I was like, overcoming greatest fear. It was like if you let bugs crawl all over
2: you. Oh, God, that just that's what sugars. it was for me to no, walk up. People that, so people that aren't <laughs> I would never do that,
0: people that aren't scared of heights, just imagine whatever you're really scared of. And that's what this was for me. And I'm swimming with whales, swimming with whales for Katie. Yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as they, then
2: why would you have done it?
0: Because I wanted to, that's co- co- fear, that's what it is, face your fears. But as soon mm-hmm. as I let go, as soon as I let go, it was not worth it at yeah, all. The was drop was about two rush. seconds. There was no, your stomach never dropped. And then you no. were just like hanging. And Ritzy, my little sister, had the same sentiment. She was like, it was not worth the fear the I had of. to face to right. do it. But everything yeah, else, but the the obstacles were a lot of fun. The it obstacles was a good day.
2: were super fun. They're physically challenging.
0: It was a good day. And then after that, I mean, it was like a... Like, Hour and a half car ride, so car rides are fun. Nice played, little trip. We
2: played Heads Up, and oh, it yeah, all yeah. started with our accents.
0: Yeah, no, we're not gonna die. <laughs> yeah,
2: we'll go down that road if we have to. No,
0: and then we saw Blade Runner, <laughs> we which we're Terrible. not we're not going to talk about here because I have the six pack cinema podcast. If you really want to hear Blade Runner, but it was bad. To sum it up in one word.
2: You have every aspect of your life in a podcast.
0: Well, I have Outlander, Glitch, mo- movies, Yankees, and this is just life. And deep dives yeah, exactly. into stuff. What else happened this weekend? The Yankees the, uh, are winning. Which wedding. I've been in... Oh, I had a wedding. Oh, The wedding was...
2: I'm telling you, I the can't Yankees ta- are going all the way. I can't
0: talk about... I shouldn't talk about my clients. I was going to say something I shouldn't say about don't the say it. wedding. Don't say it. I won't say it. I've been in a very good mood. I don't know why. It's rare. My emotions are usually very... They're very fleeting. So next week I may be depressed as shit. And it may be because the Yankees are winning. I don't think it was. I think uh, I think uh, I think I'm enjoying podcasting and Twitter and the Yankee season was almost over. So people were giving me compliments and saying how much they enjoyed interacting with me all season. And I think I felt happy and like I was kind of good at something.
2: You are good at you're good at a lot of things.
0: So I've been in a, I've been in a very good mood. Okay, let's get into the to Ronald Reagan's love letter. I bought this book, not an advertisement for this book but if you want to buy it buy it so letters of note basically these people went to libraries and just found famous letters from famous people um that are interesting there's one from like a slave he was freed and his ex-holder ex-owner master wrote to him begging him to come back after the civil war ended because the the um farm what would you say the
2: plantation the
0: plantation the business was failing and he needed his help and the owner wrote a really cool letter back there's a lot of cool ones so maybe whenever i'm really trapped for a subject i'll i'll bring up a letter because that's what this was a busy week this was good but i'm gonna get katie's thoughts on this letter so the backstory is ronald reagan's son was getting married in hawaii ronald reagan he wasn't present yet but i think he was on campaign trail and he wrote him a letter on his wedding day I'm going to read it bit by bit, and then we'll discuss it, okay? Sounds good. All right, here we go. Dear Mike, enclosed is the item I mentioned, with which goes a torn IRU. I could stop here, but I won't. I don't know what that means.
2: Sounds like code.
0: Yeah, okay, anyway. You've heard all the jokes. This is when it starts getting good. You've heard all the jokes that have been roused. Ugh. Read better, Roasted? Jimmy. You've heard all the jokes that have been roosted around by all the unhappy marrieds and cynics. Now, in case no one has suggested it, there is another viewpoint. You have entered into the most meaningful relationship there is in all human life. It can be whatever you decide to make it. That's beautiful. It's a nice opening, right? Yeah. Right away letting his son know, hey, this is some some heavy shit you're getting into.
2: But it doesn't have to be as bad as everyone's making it out to be. Nope.
0: And then he dives in. So I'm going to, this is a long paragraph. I'm going to break it up. He says Some men feel their masculinity can only be proven if they play out in their own life all the locker room stories, smugly confident that what a wife doesn't know won't hurt her. The truth is, somehow, way down inside, without her ever finding lipstick on the collar or catching a man in the flimsy excuse of where he was till 3 a.m., a wife does know. And with that knowing, some of the magic of this relationship disappears. I think about that. So I film weddings, and when I mic up the groom beforehand, there's a lot of the ball busting. And like I mean it is like just a lot of it's just in jest, but it's like, oh you're sure you're gonna tie down one woman for the rest of your life? Uh, what she doesn't know doesn't like that shit's set. Guys like think still yeah, but it's not like guys actually mean it. It's like it's more people in general are dumb and yeah. they just repeat when they don't know what to say. They, they repeat just repeat heard. the television shows yeah. and the stuff they've heard before. That's so
2: sad because the conversations that are happening in the woman, in the bride's room while they're getting ready with...
0: Well, I'm in there too and there's they don't talk about the guy at all.
2: What do they talk about? They
0: talk about how pretty she looks, how excited they are to dance...
2: Oh, uh, so oh my like God! Hat, look at but it's, Grandma. But a very different tone.
0: Yeah. Yes. There's no. Yes. But it, but people are just forming to whatever gender stereotypes they've had. But there are guys who like think that this mas- this false sense of masculinity and cheating is like cool. And especially, well, I don't know. It's probably the well, same. Well, this is from the
2: th- '70s. This was written in 1971.
0: Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. So that's
2: kind of weird. for don't to like, preach out to.
0: Well, he's saying don't listen to him.
2: Yeah, I know. That's he, just...
0: like, even as a joke, like even as a joke don't listen to him and he says and it's nice he's, he says that even if you, even if the wife di- even if a wife doesn't catch you cheating if you're cheating she's going to know and it's going to yeah. ruin him yeah exactly okay continue. Let's continue there are more men griping about marriage who kick the whole thing away themselves than there can ever be wives deserving of blame now i'm sure a lot of wives have fucked up too
2: this is a different debate for a different time. Let's not. But I'm, I'm
0: sure more men are fucked up. It's than a beautiful women, but...
2: sentiment. What he's saying is like, okay,
0: let's. Yeah, yeah, okay. There's an old law of physics that you can only get out of a thing as much as you put in it. The man who puts into the marriage only half of what he owns will get that out. Sure, there will be moments when you will see someone or think back to an earlier time and you will be challenged to see if you can still make the grade. But let me tell you how really great is the challenge of proving your masculinity and charm with one woman for the rest of your life. Any man can find a twerp here and there who will go along with cheating, and it doesn't take all that much manhood. It does take quite a man to remain attractive and to be loved by a woman who has heard him snore, seen him unshaven, tended to him while he was sick, and washed for his dirty underwear do that and keep her still feeling a warm glow and you will know some very beautiful music hmm. what do you think about that
2: it's lovely
0: it's nice right
2: yeah
0: he's saying
2: this is about to take like a really dark turn no no it's, a, oh. it's for it's for his son <laughs> i know i know
0: but that's a nice sentiment he's saying like it's much more hard to keep a girl like once you're married don't think like okay I have her for life like no right. you have to work continuously because she's going to see you at your lowest points. Right. And uh, and so you you have to work to keep it going.
2: It's so funny to think of a man working to be attract maintaining his attractiveness in a relationship when it's always stereotypically been the woman like either the woman lets herself go or she like is constantly worried about whether or not her man still finds her attractive.
0: Well, I would think before you and I started dating to now I I comb my hair.
2: Yeah, you've definitely... I've lost,
0: like, 40 pounds. I dress much nicer.
2: I've definitely gone the opposite way. I've gained weight. No, you haven't. I, d- I barely do my makeup.
0: Well, that, you don't need to do makeup. I Who cares about that? But, yeah, so I, I haven't, like... I don't... I think that's just... That can go anyway for any person. But he's saying that if you keep it... If you keep it going and work hard at it, it'll be some beautiful music. All right, continue. If you truly love a girl and you shouldn't ever want to hear her.
2: If you truly love a girl, you shouldn't ever want her to feel. When she sees you greet a secretary or a girl, you both know that humiliation of wondering if she was someone who caused you to be late coming home. Nor should you want any other woman to be able to meet your wife and know she was smiling behind her eyes as she looked at her, the woman you love, remembering this was the woman you rejected even momentarily for uh, for her favors.
0: That's a little like for a wedding, for for like a wedding note. This is a beautiful letter he wrote his son, but there's that's a, a l- lot
2: of. There's a lot of. N- the majority of this has been about cheating, infidelity. And not, yeah, exactly, and it's.
0: Well, well, the the one was it's earlier it was like you have to keep yourself like w- yes. There's a,
2: one subtle moment of like oh, and also keep yourself, well kept.
0: So this ties it together at the end here. Or it gets tied together. But let's talk about that for a second. Because I thought that image, the second image he said was even worse for me. So say you cheat on your wife, right? Mm -hmm. Which is terrible. And obviously you shouldn't do it. But say you immediately regret it. It was, you slipped up. You love your wife ten times more. Like it was just a blip, right? Okay. He's saying the pain of the woman you cheated with... Like if if you introduce her to your wife and that woman has like a shit eating grin like haha, I slept with your husband that is the gut wrenching feeling and you never think about that because you always think about your wife getting upset and you being in trouble or well, that, that's like what the main but that those
2: moments those that afterwards moment afterwards are what will really sink in
0: yeah that's and more you. more gut wrenching because because even if your wife doesn't pick up on it you know it's there and you're probably fucking going to kill yourself. Well, you would. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So been pretty heavy about cheating. This is at the end. This is where it gets tied together. Okay. Mike, you know better than many what an unhappy home is and what it can do to others. So does that make you so I don't really know much about um Ronald and Nancy Reagan's relationship? I
2: don't either.
0: I think I think my mom told me like they were known as like they didn't care about raising their kids. They were they were career people and politicians, but I, that is just speaking out of no knowledge. But Mike, you know better than many what an unhappy home is and what it can do to others. Makes Now it makes it seem like every experience that he just wrote
2: was his own. Was his well, own. Well, I kind of picked up on that in the last paragraph. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, just this, just rebound, going back to the cheating is just his way of, in my mind, it's like his way of kind of apologizing for his choices.
0: Well, he's just Did saying he che-
2: Did he have an affair? I have no idea. Let's do some research after this.
0: I am supposed to do deep dives, but it's still a very nice letter.
2: Um, yes. There's oh, more. yeah. There's
0: more. Now you have a chance to make it come out the way it should. There is no greater happiness for a man than approaching a door at the end of a day, knowing someone on the other side of that door is waiting for the sound of his footsteps.
2: I wait for the sound of your footsteps. So I get really excited when you come home. You used to. I used to. Well, now you just go straight to your... That's not true. That is not
0: true. That's not true. I always say hi to you first. That's it's not like true. Love dad. P- fast, hi. No, it's not. Yes, it You're usually asleep. P.S. You'll never get in trouble if you say, I love you at least once a day. All right. So, that is a letter that Ronald Reagan wrote to his son Mike in 1971 is- when Michael was 21 years old and he married his 18 year old fiance. <laughs> Michael said this about it it was straight from dad's heart. Honest, old fashioned, and wise. I cried when I read it and I've read it many times in the years since.
2: Mm-hmm. Pretty good letter. Yeah.
0: It's a cool book. It's a really cool book. Letters of Note, it's called. I think it just, just came out because I pre-ordered it. Because mm-hmm. I was excited about it. I like history. I like inside looks at people's lives. Like There's like Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin wrote one in there. Cool stuff. So... Would you, like, would you have liked to receive that letter from Ronald Reagan?
2: <laughs> As his son? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably be really touched by it. It seems very sincere and, and almost like an apology if that's the case. The way that I interpret that is like it's not only advice to be giving your son before he gets married, but also like, hey, I realize that I made these mistakes, so please learn from that and don't make them yourself. I apologize for ruining your childhood.
0: Do as I say, not as I did. Exactly. Okay. I like that letter. I mean, I don't get a lot of feedback on just talking. People listen, which is nice. There's like, I think around 100 people that listen to this this podcast. Most of them probably know me. Maybe some know me from Yankee fans. So, um, I don't know what you guys enjoyed the most. Social effects... History of stuff, like I did History of Kissing, Evolution of Friendship. I did theories, effects, pieces of history. This is a letter. Someone, let me know which topic you like or it doesn't matter and need suggestions. Oh, and this is the 10th episode. So I was going to ask for some uh, ratings, reviews, and subscriptions. I haven't asked yet because I kind of don't care. I know that only people that that know me will listen to this one does not like talking outlander they're going to go just listen to talking outlander mm-hmm. they're going to search outlander this one is you only would listen to this if you know me seen? but there's no reviews on it which is fine i haven't asked for reviews but my thought process was what if someone searches emu war into the podcast app or mandela effect my podcast comes up this one because i've done episodes fully on those but no one's gonna click to listen because there's no ratings or reviews. Get it? Yeah. So I think I so need his a couple. My point
2: is throw out a few reviews, some ratings. Easy, it takes two seconds. You don't
0: even have to write a review. Just give me nice. just give five stars. My point is <laughs> my point is I'm not begging just just for my own please. <laughs>
2: please. Review no. his podcast. I beg
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> I hate shamefully asking for that, but I was trying to say that. I that's think that's
2: part of the like. That's part of the thing. That's part of the whole, The whole, even like big podcasters, I'm sure, have their moments where they have to be like, all right, guys. Well,
0: big podcasts, every single episode, they say rate, review, subscribe.
2: Exactly. So then what's, what's the shame in...
0: It doesn't feel natural to me or comfortable. I just...
2: Okay, then you don't say it. You can just dub my voice in every episode saying, hi, thank you for listening. Please, at the end of this episode, rate... When you say rate, subscri- subscribe and review? Is that the right order? Subscribe,
0: rate, review. Yeah,
2: that's what I meant. Subscribe, rate, review.
0: Alright, I'll play that at the end of episode. Okay.
2: Do yeah, you want that, me to try that, again so it sounds better?
0: Try one more time.
2: Should I do in a Scottish accent?
0: Yeah. Do your best Scottish accent. Give us Scottish uh, real quick though. Okay. At the end of this episode, please rate, subscribe, review. Thank you for listening. Please rate, subscribe, review.
2: Thank you for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and review.
0: No. That was not good. Now do your Indian accent so I can mix it up no. every now and then for people. I can't. Do it.
2: <laughs> not so offensive. I'm sure it's Scottish the... I want to do it. I don't know why. How,
0: how is Indian <laughs> offensive but Scottish isn't? That I seems can... <laughs> the more offensive <laughs> thought.
2: Because <laughs> uh, it's really, 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 okay, both of them, okay. No, I won't do it. Do <laughs> I it. I, I even regret doing the Scottish accent. I don't want to do it. Do it. it. <laughs> what am I saying?
0: Thank you for listening. Please rate or subscribe. Thank you for li- no,
2: I can't do, do it. Do it. I do can't. it. Do too it. much pressure. Too do much it. pressure. I can't do it.
0: All right. Anyway, we're not even done with this podcast oh. because we have to move on to indulgences. Indulgences.
2: Indulgences.
0: Before you disperse. Seen any good movies lately? I would uh, beg your indulgence for a moment.
1: You watch too much TV. You
0: know what that is? Have you listened to this before?
2: Um. No, I don't think I've l- listened to you doing
0: indulgences you've listened to deep dives or just talking yeah. for it so i want to talk about all the movies i've been watching or music i've been listening to or uh, tv shows now i'm going to let katie take the floor here if you're a girl and you're listening to this katie has been crushing episodes of what is it the handmade nope. no
2: call midwife <laughs>
0: call call of the midwife
2: no call a midwife okay call the med, midwife pitch
0: tell them what call of midlife is and why you like it so
2: i've been watching quickly Call the midwife. It's a BBC show. Um, I think they're on their maybe eighth season now, um, and it's about post World War II these nurses or midwives, who all come together um, to be midwives at this. Um, they live in a in a what? Is, what are where is it that nuns live? What is that called? Convent. A convent, and um, they live and work in the east end of london in poplar which is like a like the ghetto of london at the time um that's that and every episode of baby is born there's complications of course but then it, it always ends happy that's why i like it because it's super unrealistic no one dies they save one death per season every episode ends happy on a happy note for the most part um the day is always saved
0: well, you cannot, you cannot have a movie about delivering babies and have, like, even one sad episode would be traumatizing.
2: Yes. It, if they decide there are to st- sad moments, like, there have been a couple stillborns. That's a it's, death, it's, babe. Okay, but, like, it's not every episode. Every episode, someone does, like Grey's Anatomy, someone dies or something bad happens. Like, in all of the other medical okay. shows, Okay. it's a little too much. I like a little bit, you know... Like the rainbow at the end of the storm. Thank you. And then I've been listening to a shout out to uh, my favorite murder, the podcast. No, we can't talk
0: about podcasts because that they're a rival. I'm just just joking. What? Said you can't. They're your rival. they're not
2: even the same subject.
0: I was just joking.
2: They, I love those girls, Karen and Georgia. You guys rock. Um, You didn't even say
0: that it's 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 say the name of it.
2: I did say the name of it. My favorite murder. That's the podcast name.
0: And it's real crimes, real murder stories, and they yes. just talk all, all the they details each, about
2: them. They each pick a murder and, and they research it. And then for the podcast, they'll retell the story of the murder. But most of it, that only takes up about 10 minutes of the podcast. And the podcasts are about an hour long. The rest of it is just them talking. Them messing around.
0: We listened, I listened in a couple and it was pretty brutal. Lot of murder stuff, to what I heard. My that's mom would boring. probably like that. She it's loves. Really cool. She loves the terrible detail, stuff. yeah. Mom's love the news. Um, no, my turn now. You're done. Wait,
2: what about? I want to talk about Miley Cyrus too.
0: No, that's music. We gotta wait till the end.
2: Oh, there's an order to that? Yeah,
0: yeah. I go movies, music. I do, I do watching then listening because I I end the podcast with a song.
2: Oh, well, I just did watching and listening in one.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't know you were gonna throw a podcast at it. So wrench. I'm I've never sorry. done a podcast. I'm sorry. But I haven't been watching. I haven't binge watched a show and I am i don't think I'm going to binge watch a show until the Yankee season ends because it's taking up all my time. But I will say Vice Principals on HBO oh, that's
2: pretty
0: funny, is not it? second season right now. They filmed both seasons at the same time. So it's one story arc uh, continuously the both seasons and I think it's going to end. So it's only two seasons. So that's simple. Katie's show was eight seasons. That's daunting. But Vice Principals. If you like Danny McBride or it's like some parts, it's the most childish humor you can find. And then other parts, it's like heartwarming. And and then other parts really dark. But that's kind of how Danny McBride comedies are. I've been laughing a lot in season two. Season one, I was like, this is kind of just like eastbound and down. Again, same characters, different setting. Season two, I'm really bought in. I like Vice Principals. That's all. Movies, we saw Blade Runner. That's it. I haven't watched any movies. Yankees have been taking up all my time.
2: All of this time.
0: Okay, music. Katie is a huge Miley Cyrus fan.
2: Not like
0: they a just have You just have to be quick. Five words sum up Miley Cyrus' um, new album.
2: The one song I have been listening to on repeat is um, I Would Die For You, I think
1: is what it's called.
0: I'll play a clip of that right now.
1: There have been times where I'm up all night Crying in the dark so I sleep with the light on i heard I got words like a knife that I don't just to
2: okay. It's it's kind of melancholy, slower, not as poppy, kind of more mellow indie and folkish, but also it's my iris, so it's got elements of pop. Really good. I like it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Alright, I
0: didn't okay. listen I didn't listen <laughs> to any new music this week, but I did fall into a trap of John Prine, Songs which I love John Prine. Katie likes this one song too. I'm going to play this one to end the episode. It's written by John Prine who is a famous country singer-songwriter. I think his songwriting is what makes him more famous kind of like Bob Dylan is like his... Which
2: song is this?
0: That's the way the world goes around.
2: I love that song. It's funny.
0: I'm going to play the cover by... Bon Iver, Iver, Bon Iver. How do you say it?
2: Wait, am I thinking of the right song?
0: Yeah, you are.
2: That's Bon Iver.
0: He no, he covers it. No, you're thinking of a different one. That's funny. You're thinking of um. I can't complain.
2: Oh yeah, no, that song I like. I'll
0: do that next week maybe. So, I'm trying but trying
2: to th- think of this song.
0: That's the way that the world goes around. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Okay. So okay. anyway, Bon Iver. He sings Skinny Love. Real famous, he's kind of a weirdo.
2: I know what it is about those songs that you don't like. It's the auto-tuning. He sings already in a high-pitched voice, and then they added the auto-tuning. But his natural voice doesn't sound like that at all. That's
0: what I was just gonna say. I know. I'm sorry. So his real name's <laughs> his real name is Justin Vernon, and he was in a lot of bands beforehand before he started the Bon Iver, Bon Iver Bon Iver Bon moniker. And now he mostly does the Bon Iver shit, which is like he sings in a falsetto. Is that a high pitch? Sings in a high pitch like Whisper and they try and make it sound lo-fi. So it comes off like...
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) I like... I I hate
0: that. I hate Whisper singing.
2: Like Skinny Love was a good song. No, I I love Skinny
0: Love. Okay, but anyway. I
2: don't think I've met anyone who doesn't like that song.
0: So this is Bon Iver, aka Real Name... Justin Vernon covering John Prine. That's the way the world goes around. Now I like I like you
2: that sorry. I was shocked to hear his real voice and to see um you showed me um a video. A video of That's what I'm going to use. Like a tiny it's a, desk or something. Yeah. And
0: No, it's just a concert. I'm what I'm going to use no. for this.
2: Uh-oh.
0: So I I got to Be shocked. So I like this song cuz it's kind of just like that's the way the world goes around. It's kind of like life is good, life is bad, life just Keeps keeps moving. It is what it is. I love songs about that because I don't think life is good or bad. I think life is just life.
2: Yeah, you live it and you die, and that's it. My
0: favorite lyrics. I like telling my favorite lyrics because you know I love lyrics. So I like reading my favorite lyrics. I don't know if people like this part of the show. Maybe they just bounce out as soon as I go to indulgences. Who knows? All right, here it is. I was sitting in the bathtub counting my toes when the radiator broke. The water all froze. I got stuck in the ice without my clothes naked as the eyes of a clown naked as the eyes of a clown is an awesome description the only part where they don't have makeup
2: uh uh-huh, i get it i didn't quite catch on to that because yeah
0: because you know they leave it like no. yeah,
2: yeah
0: naked as the eyes of a clown i was crying ice cubes hoping i'd croak when the sun came through the window the ice all broke i stood up and laughed i thought it was a joke that's the way that the world goes around yep cool all right so here is justin vernon a.k.a. Bon singing John Prine's song, That's the Way, That the World Goes Round. I really, really love this version of this song. And I like the original as well. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Caitlin, for joining me.
2: Thank you for having me. Uh, And uh, don't forget to...
0: Not cheat on your wives.
2: Not cheat on your wives. And also, rate, review, subscribe. I thought you
0: were going to do it in your Indian accent.
2: I can't do it. No, it's too much pressure. She's very good at
0: it. She thinks it's racist, though, so she doesn't want to do it.
2: I don't... Yeah, I feel bad. I only do accents in the privacy of my own home with no invisible audience. Thank you.
0: All right. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. uh, That's the way the world goes around. Bye. Mm -hmm. Oh, try your hardest. Do your best. Thanks, baby. How could you forget? strategy, to be honest, is try your hardest, do your best, try your hardest, do your best, try
1: your hardest, do your best, try your hardest. hardest. I know a guy's got a lot to lose, he's a pretty nice fella, kinda confused, he's got muscles in his head, never been used, thinks he owns half of this town. Starts drinking heavy It's a big red nose Beats his old lady with a rubber hose Takes her out to dinner Buys her new clothes That's the way that the world goes round That's the way that the world goes round You're up one day You're next, you're down It's a half an inch of water And you think you're gonna drown That's the way that the world goes round sitting in the bathtub counting my toes when the radiator broke the water all froze I got stuck in the ice without my clothes naked as the eyes of a clown I was crying ice cubes hoping I'd choke when the sun came through the window the ice all broke I stood up and laughed I thought it was a joke that's the way that the world goes man. That's the way that the world goes round. You're up one day, the next you're down. It's a half an inch of water. You think you're gonna drown. That's the way that the world goes round.